Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Tuesday morning. I had to think about that for a second. Thank you guys for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate everybody listening in, especially our great servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. They've been taking care of you throughout all these crazy times, so make sure you're still taking care of them. they got two locations here in Starkville to serve you. They're over on Highway 12. They're over on University Drive. And, of course, they have the Brupolo location in Tupelo. It's crazy how that yeah, works. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It worked out that way. Didn't I wonder what they would have named it if they had decided to go with Kosciuszko. Bruziesco? I don't know. Did you see Kazi my Brusco? Did you see my suggestion uh, to Shane the other day for Strange Brew West? Yeah, Strange Strange Woo. Strange Woo. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I like, I like it. it. Uh, I'm not against it. It's a million dollar idea, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you put my mug up there as the logo. That probably is not a good idea. That's not a million dollar idea, Shane. Yeah, that that, that, that we don't want to drive the customers away. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, don't you drive though? You drive to Strange Brew Coffee House. Hit the uh, drive through window up. And get yourself a little extra boost to get through the afternoon. CollegeCornerStore.com is the place to go when you want to save money on MSU merchandise. You just go to CollegeCornerStore.com and you buy a gift card there. You're going to get 30% off that purchase. That's right, $100 gift card. It's only a $70 purchase. And then you can make your selection from the biggest and best selection. I hate using that word. I hate using words twice. I hate it when I do that. I just There's just nothing you can do. You just tap out at that point. That's a selection. Uh, of MSU merchandise in Central Mississippi, they have two locations in Jackson to serve you. They've got the uh, the Ridgeland location over by Fleet Feet, there at Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can just shop online. Like I said, at CollegeCornerStore.com, you're saving big money on the maroon and white merchandise you want. Advantage Business Systems wants you to know right now your business needs to be working for you, not you working for your business. You need to do you need to do what you got to do right now in these uncertain times. To keep things running as efficiently as possible. That's why you need Advantage Business Systems. They have 45 years of experience in this state helping businesses just like yours remain profitable. So give them a call today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Joel T. Hey, Brian. So what we're going to do today is this. We're going to have Don't some fun you tell today. me what I'm going to do. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning. It's been a good show. I'm sure our sponsors are happy. Uh, we got an opponent preview today. We had sort of gotten away from that. So we've got the one opponent left that we have not talked about. The way it worked out, you know, obviously with losing the non-conference games, we had everybody covered, uh, but except for Vanderbilt. So a little later in the show, we'll talk to Adam Sparks from the uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and he's been covering the Commodores for a long, long time. If you want to look him up on uh, Twitter, you will find out that he and Joel Coleman are long-lost twin brothers. Good-looking fellow. Yeah, yeah. Is he a Braves fan? That's what. It, that's all I need to know. Uh, It'd be funny if he was a Nats fan. 
I don't know that we've ever discussed our you need to find Major out. League Baseball leadings. Although you don't have to be around me for more than like two seconds to know mine. But yeah, as soon as you walk in the door and you've got a Braves hat on, <laughs> everybody knows. And in this case, a Braves T-shirt. Uh, so we're going to talk to him a little later. But here's what we're going to do. I have printed off the official 2020 helmet schedule. It's black and white, so it's not as colorful as it could be. But that's fine. We're going through it, brother. We're going to give you. We're going to get. We're going to get caught up on our predictions for every team, so we can come back at the end of the year. We're going to see how how good we were. We'll even do Mississippi State today. Uh, so, that being said, let's let's just get right into it. Let's go. Let's just get right let's into roll. it. Let's roll. So, on top here is Florida. The Gators. Well, you know, yeah, well, you 50, know. 50% chance every game. We got 10 games. You know, 50% of the teams are going to lose those games. 50% of the teams are going to win. We're going to try to be in that winning percentage. And, uh, yeah, see how it goes. All right. So, here's I, I just want to point this out. Let's say that they don't allow visiting media to go to games, right? But you can get you can go to games as a fan, right? Yeah. I'm half tempted to skip LSU at Mississippi State LSU, at LSU and just go to Oxford for Mullen's return to, to Oxford. I'm really sad that that game is not being played in front. Not that I know it would have been in front of a huge crowd anyway, because you know, but they were supposed to play in the middle of the season. Ole Miss might not have been very good at that point. It's just you know, Mullen coming back to Oxford's funny. But that said, I think you and I are we both going to agree that uh, Florida gets the W here. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, no so, doubt. So, W, W. We'll come back and mark those later. Uh, Florida, well, yeah, let's just do, let's do it week by week. That'll be that'll be more fun that way, I think. Um, you, you're driving the train. I'm just riding along. Riding that train. Picking these games. Uh, Georgia, tough task, tough ask for them week one, traveling to Arkansas. The yes, sir, era begins. Pig, ooey, gonna, gonna be a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> Two W's. All right, Kentucky at Auburn. That might be the most intriguing game of of week one. Uh today as we pick it, it's Auburn. Okay, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say that Kentucky wins this uh, game. Calling the upset, huh? Yeah. No, I, I need to put W. I got this backwards here. L. Right, so I've got it where you're on you're on the left and I'm on the right. Probably should have gone the other way. If anybody's gonna be on the right hand side of anything, it'd probably be you. But oh well. Okay. All right. Uh, as long Mis- as you remember where I'm at. Missouri will host Alabama. We're both gonna put an L down there. I'm not even gonna ask you. South Carolina hosts Tennessee. Feels like Tennessee to me. Yeah. Yeah. So so double L and double W right down below that. And then Vandy at Texas A&M. I'll just go and tell you right now, when you listen to Adam Sparks talk about Vanderbilt's offense, ain't nobody ever going to use him of being a homer. That was as sobering a preview <laughs> as I've ever heard. No, and, and I say this sincerely, Adam is really good at what he does. Yes. Like, you, you can just when – when you read his work and you see – I mean, he's just a, a straight shooter, man, and everything that he does. and, and uh, I thought he was a real straight shooter. <laughs> he's, he's just really good at his job. But, yeah, his uh, his breakdown of Andy, I thought, was just brutally honest. All right. Uh – only one game left to preview. That's the only. There's only one West game between two West teams, week one and week one. And you State know what LSU. it is. It's State LSU. Um, I think we'll both predict LSU to win. Yeah. yeah. Yep. At this time, that's just the way I'm going to do it. Well, I mean, even on game week, that's the way I'm going to do it. But you, know, you never know. Six more LSU guys could opt out. <laughs> 
I don't know. But I, I maintain what I said yesterday. Puncher's chance. Y- yeah, in yeah. that puncher's chance, your, your fist got a little bigger uh, with Jamar Chase <laughs> dropping out. You got elephantitis <laughs> in your fist now. All right. Uh, Florida, week two, South Carolina at home. Take the oh, Gators take there. Those game cuts down. So, you know, we've played uh, two games. We've won 100% of them. They lost 100%. That's like 200%. Uh, Georgia and Auburn, the, the Deep South's oldest rivalry, week two. That's an Auburn home game. I like those Georgia Bulldogs, though. No, so that's a Georgia home game. Yeah, well, I like right. Georgia. I don't care if they're playing on yeah. the moon. W. W. Am I going to have Auburn 0-2? That's exciting for me. <laughs> Part of my brand is hating on Auburn, as y'all know. We, we've been saying all along that uh, nobody's on the hot seat. If Gus starts 0-2, he's on the hot seat. He's on the that's a school that's got the money. They find a way. <laughs> Kentucky hosts Ole Miss. My my first instinct is Kentucky. Well, I mean, I that's not even – I don't know. How, there's no instinct involved. That's what's going to happen. I've got Kentucky 2-0. and oh. I like that. That's interesting. Um, Missouri at Tennessee. 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 Uh, we've already done South Carolina. There's that again. Vanderbilt host LSU. Oh, gonna L. Be, gonna be L. All right then. Alabama, Texas A and M. Roll tat. Yeah, I, I guess my only question is what's what's the score? Because does A and M in the game? If A and M's in the game, if they lose by seven, you start thinking, okay, maybe they are going to be all right this yeah. year. But Here, here's something. They lose another twenty-one point game. Yeah, this is an unpredictable season, and here's why. Who's to say that Alabama doesn't go into like that Texas A and M game and they're down five linemen because they posted, you know, they tested positive for COVID or something, yeah. and then and then the SEC says no, you got to play the game anyway, right? And, I mean, there's gonna, there's going to be a team this year that gets a lot of positive tests and they have to what play you, the game anyway. What's and then the they, number? What's I don't the, know. What's the number? No, I'm asking your, your opinion though. What's the number where the SEC says okay, we can postpone and move it to the end of the season? I mean, are you down? Well, to me, I don't even know if it's a number so much as I mean, what if every what if you only have five positive tests, but all five are quarterbacks, and you have yeah. no one to play quarterback? Well, Mark Stoops would say, just buck up, <laughs> put a wide receiver back there, and run the ball fifty times a game. Marcus Murphy, Mississippi State quarterback. There I mean, you go. Kylan Hill and the Wildcat. But can you imagine Mike? Mike Lee drives the Wildcat. Like, I got to run the ball fifty times a game. I don't even know what to do. Tony Hughes becomes the offensive coordinator at that point. You know, I mean, Mason Miller's like this. I've been waiting for this my whole life. So, all right, uh, only one game left to cover, and it's Mississippi State. Uh, they're at home against Arkansas. I think we'll both take the Bulldogs there. I think so. All right. Let's move on to week three. This is fun. Here's a game we might have a little debate about. Texas A&M travels to Florida. No, I'm sorry. I keep getting these backwards. They Florida travels to Texas A&M. I think I'm just jaded with Texas A&M because they're always I, predicted to be good and I they fair, never I really you. are. I so, I, again, I, I'm going first instinct on a lot of these Florida. Where My I'm first going. instinct is to say Florida wins. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Georgia and Tennessee. That's that. That will game will be at Georgia. Georgia. Bulldogs off to a three and zero start. Kentucky and Mississippi State. That's in Kentucky, isn't it? That is in Kentucky, October the tenth. <sighs> this is the toss up of all toss ups on the, in this season. For this me. this to me is the swing game. Yeah, for sure. Which is, you know, 
we've talked about this game so many times that it always needs to be in the W column for Mississippi State to do what they want to do as a team. If it's, a, if it's ever a toss-up, you, you've taken a step back. It's a toss-up this year. I wonder if in my mind I haven't built up Kentucky to be something that they're not going to be this year. That's a fair criticism because – And it's they, why I was iffy on picking the Kentucky you know, Ole Miss game. You think about two years ago when they had Benny Snell and Josh Allen, that was just a really good team. Last year, they just found something that worked, but Lynn Bowden is gone. Terry Wilson doesn't really scare you as a quarterback. No. They've got some good players. They should be good defensively. They're certainly well coached. But it's a toss-up game. I'm going full homer. Mississippi State's winning. Okay. we got our media poll coming out soon. I have this game down as a loss right this second. So I'm going to take uh, Kentucky to win. Uh, Missouri at LSU. That will be double L's. South Carolina at Vandy. Gamecocks getting on the board here? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, then we've already done this. We've done this. Alabama at Ole Miss. That's going to be Last time a- that game was in Ole Oxford, the final score was 62-7. <laughs> but it was 7 nothing Ole Miss at one point. Can't what? Wa- What's how's a what's a worse way to lose? You're going to lose 62-7, but you score on the first play of the game or the last play of the game. Got to be the first play, right? You got all that false hope going, right? Well, if you score on the last play of the game, nobody's watching, nobody cares. Yeah, at yeah. least, at least if you score on the first play of the game, everybody's like, "Hey, we got a chance." We got a chance, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I think I'd rather have the first score. Right. We'll put doubles, W's for this one. Uh, Arkansas is at Auburn. That's an L. Mm-hmm. And that means that's a W. And let me just fill in the rest here, and then we'll move on to week four. So we both had them beating. We had LSU beating Missouri. We're split. On LSU, on Mississippi State, Kentucky. Ole Miss is zero and three. Oof. And then uh, we have my Texas A&M. Now we've got them one and two, so they're right on pace for the average Texas A&M season. Auburn is one and you two. know the average Texas A&M season used to be start off red hot, start off red hot, fall yeah. apart in yeah. like October November. Well, that's you know they would they would probably be three and zero at this point because they would have you know terrible teams. They wouldn't have played a conference game yet. Uh, f- big game, big game here. Florida at LSU on uh, on October seventeenth. I'm sorry, LSU at Florida. I'm gonna beat them. I'm gonna beat them, Brian. I think I think that's gonna be the way it works. Yep, I do too. Florida's four and zero. They are they are trending up, headed to the cocktail party. I mean LSU. Right now, if you had to so just rank, questions. if you had to rank SEC teams, I mean Georgia's ahead of them. They're, they're Alabama's no better, they're, ahead they're of no them. better than fourth. They're no better than fourth. They're be- they're behind Georgia, Alabama, and 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 Florida. And then I don't know what A and M and Auburn enough about them, but I don't like. I don't think Auburn's going to be better than LSU. I mean, to me right now, LSU is in that Auburn A and M mix. There, like you're right. Anybody you're could right. beat them. They could beat anybody. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, whew, Georgia. At, what a weekend of college football. Who state play this week? I need game. Maybe eleven a.m. game, so we can get done and watch the rest of these games. Georgia at Alabama. Ah, uh, Tad. Yeah, I got I got, the, I got the L for the Georgia Bulldogs there. Kentucky at Tennessee. That's a tough game. I'm going Tennessee. I, I'm putting Kentucky in a spot here where they're not going to have as great a record as some people. Yeah, you, you, you've got them two and two, which I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's about right. You've got. No, I'm sorry. I've got them one and three, don't I? They've only beat Ole Miss on mine, I think. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, you're right. You've got them one and three. We should have did different color pins. It'll be okay. (laughs) Uh, I have... I like Tennessee, 
But I like Kentucky. I feel like whoever wins this game is going to finish third in the in the East. I think Stoops is a better coach. It's at Tennessee. The quarterbacks are a toss-up. I don't really my, my my system's not going to work for me here. I'm going to just have to make a gut feel on this one, and God knows I have a big one of those. Mm-hmm. We'll go with the L for Kentucky. So I got them Tennessee winning that game. Missouri beats Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Okay. South Carolina hosts Auburn. That's a loss for the Gamecocks. Yep. All right, so we've got those games. That's a WW. That's a loss-loss. Poor Vandy in Arkansas. Uh, Alabama-Georgia, we both gave that to the Tide. Arkansas hosts Ole Miss. This is it for them, right? This is the only chance Arkansas has to win the rest of the year. Yeah, but they're not going to. No, I don't think they are either. Uh, we got that one there. We got loss-loss. And then uh, Mississippi State hosts Texas A&M. I'll pick A&M today, but... Yeah, me too. Again, who knows, but A&M's who you got to pick if you're just trying to be objective about the whole situation. (laughs) It's it's difficult to say otherwise, no question. All right, uh, week five is our first week with some some off weeks in here. Uh, Florida hosts Missouri. We'll give the Gators the wins there, I assume. Georgia at Kentucky. Oh, that's that's a Georgia. That's a Georgia win. So double L's there and double L's here. South Carolina at LSU. L's. Mm -hmm. It's the fourth Saturday in October, unfortunately. But it is the third Saturday in October. Alabama, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee is the home team. And they're going to lose. They're going to lose. Can they, they? They were competitive last year. They had a chance. We'll see. I feel like Alabama, I mean... Alabama's always really good, so that's it was about to be a dumb statement. But yeah. I feel like Alabama's going to be really, really good this year. Like they're going to win the national championship. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They, especially if Bryce Young is what I think he is. I think he's another elite talent. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Auburn at Ole Miss. Take the Tigers. I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, we got that one done, and we got that one done. So we're at the midway point of the season. Let's look at it. Uh, we've got Florida five and zero. We've got Georgia four and one. We've, I have Kentucky one, two, two and three. You've got them one and four. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mizzou, we both have them one and four. Well, I mean, the only difference for us in Kentucky is I had them state winning that game and you had state I losing have them beating Auburn, too. Oh, you had Kentucky beating Auburn. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah. You have them. Yeah, I have them one and four. The only game I've got them winning is Ole Miss right now. So I have them three and two. I'm sorry. Yeah, three and two is what I have Kentucky as. Uh, Tennessee, we have them as two and three. That would be a disappointment considering the buzz they have preseason. Obviously, Vanderbilt, we have them winless at 0 and 4. Same with Arkansas. We have Alabama 5 and 0. Uh, Auburn, I have them one, two. I have them three and two. You have them four and one. Uh, LSU, we both have them four and one. Mississippi State, I have them one and three. You have them two and two. Uh, Ole Miss, we have them both as one and four. And Texas A&M, we both have them as one and three. No, no, I'm sorry. That's not right. Two and two. I put the wrong thing there. Okay, two and two. All right, let's let's get into the stretch run here. Halloween night, uh, Kentucky at Missouri. Both like the Wildcats there. <laughs> Excuse me. Wildcats? Did bad news happen? No, I just I had a work related email that okay. I just received. Right, I, I, I did not read it though. No problem, Bob. Uh, they pay me more than you, Brian. It's true. It's true. Uh, Wildcats, Kentucky at Missouri. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yes. So, 
Vanderbilt at no Vanderbilt hosts Ole Miss again. This is the only chance, right? Vanderbilt hosts Ole Miss. <laughs> no, I don't have to think about it. Yeah, it's yeah, Ole Miss. It's Ole Miss. All right. Uh, Mississippi State travels to Alabama. That will be a loss for the Bulldogs. Ooh, I'm Bulldogs are not good at my, my schedule. Here. They're <laughs> gonna really pick it up at the end there. Um, Arkansas at Texas A&M. Double L's. Auburn hosts LSU. It really feels like Auburn today. Today it feels like Auburn. Maybe that's just because, you know, Jamar Chase opted out and that, that, yeah, depth, no, that depth chart with all the red lines through it that LSU's lost since the national title game last year. Maybe that still stuck in my mind. But, yeah, it feels like Auburn today. Gotcha. All right. November 7th, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Oh, cocktails, huh? Oh, well, you know, love to have a cocktail. Love a drink. Where are my Yeezys? Uh, well, because he doesn't wear those anymore. Those Listen to my T-Swift. Oh, my he, wear, he, wears, uh, he wears Air Jordans. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, the Bulldogs here. Well, you know, I never win big games. So I think I'll, I'll probably lose Stick this Stick with that. Game. All right, yeah. then. Uh, South Carolina hosts Texas A&M. That's a loss for the Gamecocks. Uh, Tennessee is at Arkansas. That is a win for the Volunteers. Vandy comes to Mississippi State. That's an L. So we've got a uh, loss, loss, win, win. Win, win. Okay. November 14th, Florida host Arkansas. Guess where that one's going? <laughs> uh, Georgia's at Missouri. Not a lot of drama there. Kentucky hosts Vanderbilt. Again, there's... I don't even have to ask what some of these. It's great. Uh, we've already done that one. South Carolina at Ole Miss. Rebels. Ooh, takes the Rebels. I will... Ole Miss is going to lose a game they shouldn't lose this year. I just feel that. So that's this is the one. A uh, and M, oh, I'm sorry, Tennessee hosts Texas A and M. I will very not confidently take A and M. Okay, I'm going to take Tennessee. Sort of the same thing. I think Tennessee is going to win a game we might not expect them to. Uh, Vandy at Kentucky. That's the double L. Alabama at LSU. I'll take the tide. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's an audio medium. You can't just nod. Yeah. Well, I thought that was one that you just. I didn't know. You I might. Mean, Bama, LSU, and it's what? in Tiger Stadium. Never know. Yeah. I, you never know. All right. Auburn at Mississippi State. Auburn at Mississippi State today. I'll, I'll take Auburn today. Okay. okay. We'll see what changes between now and then. Uh, WL and. W-L. Okay. Florida at Vanderbilt. That's a really easy one to pick. Uh, Georgia coast Mississippi State. I think that's going to be a uh, W for the Bulldogs. Yes. I guarantee it's a W for the Bulldogs. Yes. In that game. There is no doubt about it. Uh, I'm going to take the Eastern one. It is really weird that Mississippi State's going over there for the third straight time without Georgia coming here. Yeah. Last time Georgia was here was 2010. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean... The SEC scheduling is a train wreck. Not not this SEC. I'm talking about just like the whole way they – it makes zero sense, and it's, it's held up by Alabama-Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, State's going to Georgia, an Eastern Division opponent that's not the yearly opponent, yeah. for the third time in a decade. Yet Missouri has never been to Starkville yeah. until this year. And, like, you can't really move – like, the, the easy thought would be, like, okay, move Auburn to the east and make that Alabama's every year opponent, but then they lose Tennessee. 
Like you can't really move Alabama to the east because then they then Auburn would lose Georgia. You know, so it's just move them both to the east and put Vanderbilt and uh, Missouri in the west, which geographically would make sense. And but then now, state and LSU and everybody would love that. Yeah, the, 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 but then the east becomes just unbearable. I mean, <laughs> you've got Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Georgia. That's really. I mean, I know Alabama, Auburn, LSU is tough, but that's just three. Yeah. Now you've got four, and Tennessee is still sort of lurking there as a program that has the ceiling to get up there. So yeah, you can't. There's just nothing you can do at that point. I mean, you could do it easier. There's a way to get there, but at the same time, I guess not. I wouldn't be totally opposed to them scrapping divisions. Yeah. State would play for the SEC Championship in 2014 if they had done that. Yeah. I think Rob Hadaway, our, our, one of our loyal listeners, had the system where you, had, you basically have three permanents. So for Alabama, who's in, the, in question here, they would always have Auburn, Auburn Tennessee, Tennessee, and then somebody LSU. else. LSU would probably be a good choice. Uh, and then you just sort of go from there. And that way, everybody just you, if the way it was set up was a incoming freshman would play at every school, would play every school and at every school in his in a five year. Yeah. So who would be state's three permits? Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Alabama. No, I won't get Alabama off schedule. Auburn. Well, I mean, you would want to get Alabama off the schedule, but LSU, the, the proximity L- of, of Tuscaloosa. Us, be Ole Miss, Kentucky. You just keep the same East team, and uh, probably Auburn. And Auburn's three would be Auburn would be Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi State. Because you want to keep Auburn, Mississippi State have the connect the ag school connection. Yeah. So or I get I get that it's ge- geographical proximity for for Alabama, but I mean you don't you're not going to break up Alabama Tennessee. You're not going to break up Alabama Auburn, and Alabama LSU is year in year out one of the best games in the conference. You're not going to yeah. you're not going to break that up. Uh, anyway, here we are back on November 21st, uh, Kentucky at Alabama. Wildcats will lose that one for sure. Uh, Missouri at South Carolina. Feels like Carolina. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go that way, too. No, we screwed that up. All right, hold on. I screwed, There's no we. I screwed that up. I feel like when we get done here in just a minute, it will. It, we're just going to have mass no, no, I, chaos I'm good. Here. I'm good. I've kept, I've kept up. Tennessee at Auburn. That's an interesting game. I'll pick Auburn, but again, I'm not confident in that. I'm going to pick Tennessee. I just, I don't. It's the brand. It's for the brand. Uh, Vandy at Florida. That's uh, or Vandy hosts Florida. Doesn't really matter. Double uh, double. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas hosts LSU. L. All right. So you've got Auburn winning, and I've got Auburn losing. Uh, there's doubles. That's a double loss for Mississippi State. Uh, the last one is Ole Miss at Texas A&M. Oh, Aggies. Yeah. Give me Texas A&M to win that one. All right. Rival rivalry weekend, which is not the last weekend of the season. On the penultimate, that's the that's the word that you. I always screw that up. Yeah, Very you, good, Joel. Yes, yeah. yes, you're correct. The penultimate week. Florida, no Florida State this radio. year. This is the Kentucky game. Uh, they are hosting Kentucky. I think we'll take the uh, the Gators here. Yep. All right, uh, Georgia. No Georgia Tech, but they get South Carolina on the road. Georgia. Georgia. Glory, glory to Mizzou and Arkansas. Mizzou gets off the schneid for me, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll go Mizzou. Okay. You know, Arkansas—that feels like a game they'd have a shot. If it was at Arkansas, I might buy into that. But at Mizzou, I don't—I don't think so. Not that Mizzou is this ridiculous home field advantage, but well, I mean, nobody's really may, may be a home field advantage this year. I think by this point in the year, maybe I, I feel like there'll be some fans in the stadium. Tennessee at Vanderbilt. Wins for the Vols, losses for the Doors. 
The Iron Bowl. Bama. Yeah. Where's that at? It's at uh, it's at Alabama. I, I was going with Bama either way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. All right, we both got them losing to Missouri. Got Auburn losing. Uh, LSU at Texas A&M. Man, I'm just really down on LSU right now, I guess. Are you taking an L? But I, I, I'm about to say A&M. Okay, I'm going to take LSU to win. Uh, and then, so it's a, hold on, let me just set up. And then the Egg Bowl. State. State wins that one. Yeah. I do think it's going to be a really close Egg Bowl. It'll be a close game. Right now, State's... I, I, I just like we, we, we did a podcast about this a couple weeks ago. I don't know why everybody's so high on Ole Miss. I just don't. I really don't. Um, all right. Last week of the season, Florida at Tennessee. Well, that's that's now that's really that that should have been the rivalry week game. Florida Tennessee is actually a good old rivalry. Um, Gators. You know, Mullen always drops one he shouldn't. He always does. Can I talk myself into it? I don't know. At State, he didn't for the most part. I mean, he lost to South Alabama. I get that, but I'm talking about like a conference game. He shouldn't have lost. There, there were there are plenty of those. Um, but he, I mean, like his 2011 record. Auburn, uh, 2012 uh, Ole Miss. I mean, most of that was an yeah. egg bowl. His, his reputation though was always if he was favored, he won the game. Yeah. If he wasn't, he didn't. I'll take Florida, but don't be surprised. Come back to that obviously in December. Uh, Georgia Vandy, easy pickings. Kentucky hosts South Carolina. I'll take the the Wildcats. Uh, yeah, Kentucky. Okay. Missouri at Mississippi State. I like the Bulldogs there. Dogs. All right, so we've got double L's here. We've got double L's here. We've got double L's here. Uh, Alabama at Arkansas. That's an easy one. Auburn hosts Texas A&M. Uh... I'll go Auburn, but I'm leaning that way just because of where it's at. And again, I mentioned a while ago. Taking, that, taking the Aggies. Yeah. Uh, LSU Ole Miss. That's Tigers. Fun. Tigers win. They coming. Well, they've already been there. Yeah. All right. So let's let's look at what we've got here. Joel has Florida going. Oh, I screwed that up. You're right. I, I almost messed that up big time. I had them losing to Vanderbilt. How do we do that? All right. <laughs> Joel and I both have Florida at nine and one. We both have Georgia at nine and one, but Georgia would win the East with the victory over Florida. We both, did, yeah, I had him losing to Bama. Yeah, we, right. we have him losing to Bama. Uh, Joel has Kentucky. That's uh, one, two, three, four. Has Kentucky going four and six? I have Kentucky one, two, three, four. Five, six. I have Kentucky going six and four. Missouri. One, two. So this is a very boring show, I know, but it just is what it is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's see. Yeah, we both have Missouri going two and eight. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right. South Carolina. One, two. Buckle you have Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> you have South Carolina going two and eight. I have them going three and seven. We both have Vanderbilt going 0-10. Uh, Tennessee, 1, 2, 3, 4. You have Tennessee going 4 and 6. I have them going 6 and 4. In the West, we have Alabama going undefeated. We have Arkansas going winless. Auburn, this should be fun. I can't wait to see what I actually have for their prediction. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. You have Auburn going 7 and 3. 
I have Auburn going one, two, three, four, five. Six. I have Auburn going four and six and losing the last. No, wait, that's not right. You were right. I mean, you you weren't wrong. Okay, let's try it again. So <laughs> I know you so well. Yeah, Joel. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have Auburn going eight and two, and I have them going two, <laughs> three, four, five. I have them going five and five, but losing the last three games of the season. He would be in trouble. Yeah, it'd be an unhappy it, group it, on the he, I have him losing to Georgia. Who do I have him losing to? Georgia, Kentucky. Tennessee, Alabama, and Texas A&M. 2021 would definitely be Malzahn's last year unless he won the national title. I I believe that. All right, LSU, we both have them going... Okay, that's different. Never mind. Uh, You have LSU going 6-4, and and I have them going 7-3. and Ooh, 6-4. That's tough. From national title to 6-4. I'll save State and Ole Miss for last here. We have uh, A&M. Are we the same? We are not. No, I was higher on A&M, I think. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have them going seven and three? I think we're actually... One, two... Yeah, I have them going six and four. But we have, like, a lot of the games are different. Like, I have them beating Auburn. You don't. I have them beating Tennessee. You don't. You I, you have them beating uh, LSU. I don't. So. Yeah. Miss- the University of Mississippi. One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven. You have them going three and seven, and I have them. That was, yeah, that's that. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah, I have them going two and eight, and then Mississippi State. You have them going five and five. I have them going one. You're four and six. Two, three, four. Yeah, four and six. There you go. Lock it up. If state's five and five, that's that's a, that's a success. Yeah, if you were five and five, you would have been eight and four in the regular on the regular schedule because you would have not had Georgia. I, yeah, five and five, even four and six would have been a seven and five kind of year. In Mike Leach's first year, where you don't really have the receiving talent, that is completely. Well, you don't have the receiving talent, and I, I, I about use the word disaster to call the defense what the, the defense you got some we, issues there but no it, question. disaster may be too strong but you just don't know what you're fixing to get out of that group you got, you got, you're not wrong so yeah four and six is a completely acceptable first year for Mike leach completely acceptable all right let's move on over to our interview and talk about the Vanderbilt Commodores that's brought to you by our good friends over at welcome home beef they are uh, really getting a, getting the uh, the message across. Now they've got a food truck. Now they're available in grocery stores. Now they're available at restaurants. And, of course, they're always available in your kitchen and on the grill at your house. All you got to do is give them a call today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. You just can't go wrong with any of their great products. The ground beef is the best I've ever had. Their burgers, their steaks are incredible. And they've got all the specialty cuts, the briskets, the tri-tips, beef ribs. There's nothing they can't do for you. They love making those special orders. So please give them a call today, 662-268-8148. Whatever you've got, one thing is for sure. It just tastes good. Let's go to Adam Sparks from the Nashville, Tennessee, and he'll preview Vanderbilt for us. Well, Joel, when we started doing uh, opponent previews, Vanderbilt wasn't on the uh, the list, but things have changed, as you know, well know. So we welcome to the Welcome Home Beef Hotline, Adam Spark, who's been covering the uh, the Commodores for a long time up there in Nashville for the Tennessean. 
Adam, I, I got to be honest, Vanderbilt is probably the team I know the least about in the SEC simply because I wasn't ever at any point paying attention to them this year. Didn't think Mississippi State was going to be playing them. Now I got to I got to get caught up. What what give me a, a big picture overview of this Vanderbilt team? Uh, struggled quite a bit last year on virtually every facet, uh, and uh, tried to some things in the off season to fix those things. Uh, last season had a ton of quarterback issues. Played four different quarterbacks. All four of those quarterbacks are now gone, and they have brought in four new quarterbacks. So that's a, that's that's a little bit of a problem right there. Um, hired a new offensive coordinator to try to shake things up. They've been a pro style. They're going to be a little bit uh, spread it out, quick passing game, a little more tempo. Um, so that, that's the offensive side. They also lost their four best players on offense. So a tight end, wide receiver, running back, Keyshawn Vaughn was one of the best in the conference. Yeah. Uh, they lost all those skill guys, also lost, left, uh, lost their left tackle. So they are completely rebuilt on offense. Don't really know who the playmakers are going to be. Don't know if there are playmakers on that side of the ball. And so the new offensive coordinator has a has a pretty tough job. He's got to figure out who his quarterback is first off, and I'm not sure that's going to be even settled for a few games into the season. Uh, may even start a, uh, a true freshman there. They have two true freshmen and two junior college transfers at quarterback. The defensive side also got a new defensive coordinator. Um, uh, the better news on that side of the ball is they return all 11 starters. So they do have experience. They do have more depth on that side of the ball. Um, I think the secondary is going to be okay. Uh, Vandy has had a few good years under Derek Mason on the defensive side, and that seems to be where they think they can be competitive. I don't see this team being able to score much on anybody, but a handful of years Derek Mason has had teams that will win games 20-17, 24-21, and that's what they're hoping uh, if they get any wins this year, it'll be on the defensive side. And you sort of mentioned, you know, secondary being okay. That's sort of the question I've been asking everybody now with Mike Leach at Mississippi State is, you know, can they handle handle a, a, a an offensive game plan that's going to involve throwing the ball fifty plus times per game? Well, I mean, they do have some depth, at least more depth than Vanderbilt usually has. I think with that Mississippi State game. I think, and I think this will probably be the the question for anybody Mississippi State plays. Is that I don't think the question as much is on the opponent as it is if Leach can implement what he wants to do. Um, you know, I mean, at Washington State, it it you know it got really good offensively, but it's not like it happened in the first game, and it also didn't happen against ten consecutive SEC opponents. So, when I look at Mississippi State, I, I say, is that a square peg in a round hole? in year one, um, or can he kind of figure out the it, what pieces are there to make that work? You know, when I look at Vanderbilt's schedule, uh, you know, there's a space in there, I think it's like week three to week five, where it's Missouri, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and three new head coaches, yeah. and so that's your chance for a win, and I think of those three, Mississippi State maybe has the the sharpest turn in what they're trying to do. I mean, you look at Ole Miss, and Kiffin will be able to do some things that he wants to do just because he inherited skill guys that he can work with. I think Leach has a tougher tougher time of doing that. So uh, I think Vandy hopes that Mississippi State will be in a little bit of an awkward phase by the time they face them offensively. Can't argue too much with any of that. Uh, you mentioned, you know, uh, 
Keyshawn, Keyshawn uh, Vaughn, obviously before him Ralph Webb. Mason had had pretty good running backs at Vanderbilt. Who, who's the lead dog in the backfield this year? Uh, Jamari Wakefield is probably going to be the guy. He was Vaughn's uh, backup two years ago, uh, suffered a season-ending uh, leg injury last year in the, I think it was in the opener. So, uh, you know, he would have been a guy that would have come in and probably had a, a lot of carries uh, on his plate last year as a backup and would just kind of transition into the lead role. He's been around quite a while. I mean, he's 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 fine, I guess, is the way to look at it. You know, Keyshawn Vaughn was an A, Ralph Webb was a, a, a B plus, A minus. Uh, you know, Jamari Wakefield at this point may be a, a C plus, and we'll see if there's more to him than that. They're going to have to have multiple backs, and they've got a, co- a few other guys. I think the biggest question with the running game is if, if they can mix guys in and throw to them also. Uh, Todd Fitch, the new offensive coordinator, is uh, he, he came from Louisiana Tech, but he's been he's been a half a dozen places where he's called plays, and he likes to take his backs and put them in the slot. He likes to go three wide and four wide. Um, they've even said in kind of coach speak that they want a quarterback in an offense that where they can get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quickly. Now the coach speak part of that is they know they're going to struggle so much on the offensive line that they're not going to be able to sit back there long. It and throw it, and they're not so sure they're going to be able to, to establish uh, the line of scrimmage to run the ball. So you're going to see some deception. Uh, Jamari Wakefield is a between-the-tackles running back. They've got a couple of other other guys that are a little more versatile, and so I think you could see kind of trial and error at running back, depending on what they can find works on, 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 on offense. Sort of another big-picture question here. You, you look at Mason, you know, 16 goes to a bowl, Misses out on one and seventeen, back in a bowl game and an eighteen, and then the bottom just sort of fell out last year. What happened? You know, why is this program sort of? You know, I didn't think it was ever going to you know jump up and become a contender in the East, but they looked like they were becoming more of a consistent five six win kind of team, which for Vanderbilt, you know, by and large, wouldn't be that bad. What happened last year, and why does it seem to have continued into this year? I mean, I think some of it is what I tend to think of what Kentucky was maybe before Stoops, which was. You build up to a senior class, you're competitive, and then and then you drop off, and you have to build over a couple of years to get competitive again. Um, Kentucky obviously has figured that out. They're competitive most years now. Vanderbilt hasn't, and so you you build to a year. Um, unfortunately, they just depth and talent and those sort of things. You have key injuries, but probably the other thing is just it's it's the obvious, most obvious thing is it's quarterback. Uh, you know, they were 3-9 and nine Mason's first year, and then about a year and a half later, they found Kyle Shermer, and he, he broke Jay Cutler's record as the all-time passer there, and they were competitive for the three and a half years that Kyle Shermer was starting. The year after he leaves, they're 3-9 and nine and can't figure out quarterback. And so, you know, I mean, that's, that's kind of where they're at now. They don't, they don't know who their quarterback is. They don't know if they have a long-term fix or a short-term fix or – or anything like that, and you know the way again, coach speak. The way it's been been served up is well, we have four options now. We got got a guy that can run. We got a couple guys that can throw. We got a dual threat guy. We got two freshmen. We got two junior college guys. You know, so it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna work out. We have so many options that that that's the old you know if you if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Well, in this case, if you have four quarterbacks, I don't know if you have a clear cut one. And, and that's a big problem. And, and Mason, 
you know, he's in a situation where if he had not gotten a contract extension after that last bowl, he would have probably been fired last year. But he's got three, maybe four years left in his deal. We don't know because it's a private school. It's not public. But because of his two extensions he got after each bowl, he's got multiple years left in his contract. And Vandy is not a school that fires coaches with a good number of years and a buyout left on their deal. So it'll be interesting to see this year if his seat actually gets warm or not. Normally you would say it would, but multiple years left in his contract, and I've even heard whispers of this is kind of a mulligan year, an asterisk of you can't expect a guy to go, you know, to win a decent number of games in, with 10 SEC opponents and no non-conferences to pad the schedule. But if they go 0-10 or 1-9, and that's, that, that's a pretty bad mark, regardless of the contract situation. Yeah, I've been thinking the same thing the whole time. That I don't know that anybody's truly on the hot seat this year with the way things are going. Guys like you know, like Will Muschamp, who I would have said, yeah, he's probably in trouble. Don't know if that's going to be the case or not. One last question before we get out of here, and it's more of an MSU kind of question, but it has a Vanderbilt uh, thing to it. Alan Walters uh, transferred from Vanderbilt to Mississippi State. Obviously, I don't expect him to be a, a big part of the, of the quarterback battle this year. It, it, who, who is this guy? He, he sort of came out of nowhere, and is, is he here to compete for the starting job, or is he just here to sort of work under Mike Leach and go from there? Yeah, that's funny. I hadn't thought about that. Of the four guys that, that Vandy let go of this last year or saw leave, Walters is one of those. I actually forgot he landed Mississippi State. Of course, there's like 100 quarterbacks over there now, yeah. right? So, um, Walters is a guy that came out as a – he's an SEC quarterback when he was recruited. He's an SEC quarterback, but he's a developmental guy. Um, you're going to see him – you know, you would see him redshirt and then develop and learn the offense and get a little bit of playing time and, and, and the type of guy you would see compete for the job at most places is like a, a redshirt sophomore, maybe a junior. Um, that's not what the situation is usually at Vanderbilt, at least not under Mason. So guys get thrown into the fire quickly. They get a couple of drives to get the get a chance and if they don't show anything, they're yanked out and somebody else gets the, gets the chance. Mason's had two or three guys like that in his tenure, and Alan Walters is one of them. I would have, you know, under normal circumstances and teams that are competitive and have a, have a little more pieces around them and they're not behind in the first quarter, you would see a guy like Alan Walters play an entire game and see what he has and how he grows. He just did not get that chance at Vanderbilt. And, you know, I don't know if he'll work out there or not. He's behind some other... Uh, decent options, I think, for Mike Leach. It did surprise me he ended up in Mississippi State because I kind of thought he would go junior college route, maybe a mid-major route. Um, Mississippi State may be too too good for Alan Walters to find the field, but but I, I wish him luck nonetheless. All right. Adam Sparks from the uh, Tennessean in Nashville. Man, really appreciate your time coming on with us today. Uh, hope to, hopefully we get to see you this fall uh, for some from college football. I hope so. I hope we finish the season. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right, thanks to Adam for his time. We wouldn't. We don't really need to go through their uh, their schedule, do we, Joel? We just sort of did that. No, so. uh, not going to win one. No, no. All right, guys. Uh, tomorrow's show is the rumblings. Get your questions in now. Uh, we'll be recording a little early, so uh, you know, probably around eleven, between eleven and noon uh, Central Time. So if you got a question for us, please send it on in. Be happy to answer it, and then uh, then you'll be you'll be a lot smarter than you are right now. You're right, and then don't do forget it. on uh, Thursday's show. So Wednesday, Joel, top five plays in MSU history, any sport, any sport. So 
We'll do that on Wednesday show. And then you know, so anything else we pick up throughout the week, we'll be happy to comment on it. Guys, have a great Tuesday. Back with you on Wednesday for Joel T. Coleman. Ooh. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.